Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast. As always, I am your host, Falcon, joined by the coolest bird on the podcast. He is the bro, Condor. How are you doing today, Condor? That was, that was very quiet. The fact your hand was in the way, we barely heard that. But yes, thank you for the calling. There we go. Okay, you can you can stop now. How are you? How are you doing today? I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty well, man. You know, it's a nice Friday that we're recording on. It's a little rainy over here, but you know what? I like rainy days. It's nice. It's chill. Good day to just open up a book, you know. Or in that rainy case, days are the best really for game like Yakuza. You know? Yeah, I mean, rainy days are the best to sit on the couch under a blanket, read a book, watch a movie, maybe put a fire on in the fireplace if you feel like it. But it's summer, so probably not. You know. right, so yeah, welcome to our Yakuza Kiwami 2 podcast, where we basically talk about the changes from to the Dragon Engine compared to the old engine from Yakuza Kiwami 1, where you mm-hmm. can actually go inside every single building and investigate instead of not. It's pretty cool, you know, I really like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. great, great game. Kind of reminds me of a Final Fantasy 15 a little bit, just the way everything moves. Whoa, wow, really? The, yeah. the, the road trip game? Yes, the road trip game. Anyway, we're not actually here to talk about Yakuza and Final Fantasy, although that would be fun to talk about one day. Wait, we aren't? We aren't, no! I'm going to go, bye. Okay, bye. I'll I'll do it solo. All right, quickest podcast ever. The anime (laughs) is Kaguya-sama Love is War, all right? And it's about these two people who are madly crushing on each other. But they refuse to admit it, because if they admit it, they become the weak one in the relationship, and they ain't weak, Okay. They're both strong, independent high schoolers. Who don't need right? no partner, but secretly, All right, no. but secretly want each other. They secretly want each other so bad. And they're purposely trying to get each other to slip up in how they behave around each other. So they are the first one to send the text, ask the other one on a date, say, I love you, et cetera, et cetera. You get it. That, that is a pretty good summaration, I feel like, of it. But also, they're the student council president and vice president. Plot twist. Not really. Not That's really. just what they do. <laughs> plot twist. What do you mean plot twist? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm drinking the tea today, okay? Yeah, you were just... drinking, drinking the tea, okay? The the, the Arizona not, green not tea, like not sponsored. Yeah, but you were drinking coffee earlier, you liar. Hey, it's a coffee and tea kind of day, Condor. What can oh. I say? Oh. oh, maybe there'll be some sodas later on. Caffeine all around. Whoa, I'll drink Whoa. to that. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything you want to add about the uh, the synopsis that we haven't uh, already well, said? It's not just the two characters, obviously, because you can't run a student council with just a president or a vice president. There is the treasurer, and then there's the uh, accountant, financial advisor, and the secretary. The, the secretary. She uh, she gets the secretary, and what then uh, Miko is the financial uh, oh, auditor. I, I think I got us. I think I got a little ahead of time. Sorry, you did get Arden. a little ahead of time, but that's fine. All right, wait. So so. Yes, we have the advisor, who is who is Chica, a care another character, and then the we got secretary. And we, the sec- <laughs> secretary, really? is Chica. Yes. You no, know I'm never good at the position. The funny girl who dances at the end of vo- of episode three is the Chica. You know, that's yeah. right, Falcon. You you do the da- do the da- do, do the, the dance. dance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, especially the part where she just goes poke 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 poof. It's just like, okay, don't know why you're doing that. In the future, do you think that you could learn that dance and do a recording of yourself dancing to that? I probably could, but will I? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) 
<clears throat> may or may not already know it. The world may never know. Well, I do. I know you don't, you liar. Anyway, um, so and then you have the best character in the whole show, who is the financial advisor, uh, Ooh, the treasurer. Yeah, treasurer. I don't know yeah. the fucking names. Okay, Leave Ishigami me alone. is the treasurer. He He's makes the sure best they character have money. in the show. He has the best backstory and the best character development ever. Really, he's one of the few we actually know their like whole backstory. I feel uh, like we yes. get like little bits and hints at this part about the others, but we never know like their full thing. I think he's just the first one. So we got, I've like, read up. Whole... I I read up a, to a lot of the manga before mm-hmm. we even watched this. Like I was actually keeping up with this manga, and I, I dropped it. Okay. For some reason, I think I caught up, and I hate when I catch up because I'm really bad at keeping up with things. You're like, cool. I'm caught up. Start this when one. They're like, you when they're like, when they're like weekly, I get like caught up with things because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I want to do this, but then I don't do it, and I and I fall behind. I, that's I why it. when I watch ReZero, I like because I love ReZero so much, so I kept like I kept up with that because I love it. But if it's something I don't like really love, love, then I won't keep up mm-hmm. with it. But, I hear um, you. Um, we know, we know. I, the only backstory I don't think we know about. It's probably just Chica's, honestly. Yeah, we they, don't know anything not, about her, really. No, no, so I'm far. talking about in the manga as well. Oh, gotcha, yes, gotcha, gotcha. in the manga as well. Like, like they've shown a lot more about Kaguya and uh, Miyuki in the manga, and uh, we really know all about Ishigami and, and uh, Miku, really, because they showed Miku's as well in season two. Well, that's what they did show Miku. And, yeah. and, it, and then, uh, then, uh, then Hayasaka gets her own arc as well in the manga. Oh, that's actually around the time Hayasaka. when I stopped. That's actually the time when I, that's actually around the time where I stopped. Around okay. her own arc. But uh yeah, and then uh that's just, it's just weird when you think about it. Chica, the, the really goofy girl doesn't really get much character development, but she's just kind of there, she's kind of like comedy, you know. She she's there to relieve the tension. She's she's very much there to instigate scenarios or to escalate scenarios, really. Let's play a game! The life game. <laughs> or the game where I got another baby card. Or or, or uh, when they were playing the to, to see when Kaguya was sick and like we should go we should go visit and they got the cards and she was cheating. She was cheating the whole time. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. She uh she's she's one of my favorites. Really, I don't think there's any character in here that I don't like. I like all yeah. of them a lot. Uh, so which it's, is, which it's is good. something that's really good about the show is that it's kind of like samey. It's kind of like you could probably compare the show with like Nisekoi in a sense where it's not like rom commy and like it's it's rom commy but it's not like a harem like Nisekoi is. But like at the same time, right. it's also unique and the characters are kind of like bright and vibrant compared to like one toned in a sense, right? You could say that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're they're not all very. There's times where they're one note, but that's everything. But yeah, they they're all very complex. It also helps too that all of season one we had the four main characters plus really Hayasaka, and there were two other supporting characters, but they really only showed up once or twice, so they aren't yeah, really she, like Shinogane's sister, and uh, I think Chika's sister, right? And then the two students that were kept asking Kaguya and Shirogane for uh, love advice. Uh, oh oh yeah, those guys. Um, but like besides them, like we really just focused on the main four and the best one or one of Ishigami, the best one of the four, didn't even show up till episode six or seven, really. Yep. So he wasn't even in the first technically, half. The first technically half was he was there. Through. Technically he was there, but we, we just didn't animated focus on him. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. he was in the he was in like that one scene where they're like showing all the student council members and he's just like his face is like facing the other direction. He, yeah, know? he was sitting like with his back to us. And then I think a couple episodes later, like episode five, we finally like are introduced to him and find out. Yeah, he's a student, but he just like stays at home all the time. He only shows up quit. for meetings. I want to quit the student council. Student council. <laughs> oh. I think Kaguya uh, wants to kill me. 
I mean, I don't blame him. He always had like the bad timing of walking in at just the wrong moment and getting a death glare. So I don't think you can really blame him, but <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, but I guess we should go on and move on and actually start talking about the characters. I mean, yeah, we could. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start off with the title character, Kaguya Shinomiya. Now, here's a question. Would you consider Kaguya the main character? Or would you consider Shirogane the main character? Or would you consider them duo antagonists, I think they're called? Uh, they're both the main characters? Yeah, it's it's not antagonists. It's like duratagonist. Dur- dur- duratagonist. Dur- something like that. I always, I've never been good at pronouncing that word. I, I was very I'm much not good uh, at pronouncing words English in kid. general. Yeah, I was very much always like an English fan, but I was always pronounced that word wrong. Um, yeah, uh, we'll start with Kaguya, just since, you know, she's in the title of the show. Uh, she is the vice president of Shuichin Academy. Uh, she reports only to the president, Shirogane. Shiroga, uh, yeah. She, however, has kind of an off-putting presence about her very standoffish a lot of people are kind of intimidated by her Uh, but she's very intelligent and her family is like one of the wealthiest families in japan i think something along those lines Uh, she's very fair skin very dark hair really really red eyes um but yeah a lot of people just kind of feel she's kind of cold uh and maybe a little irrational at times uh she's not a very people person at all which is probably due to her backstory a little bit but you know that happens but she also is more complex than that we see her inner turmoil a lot and she has her like really cutesy girly sweet side that she just doesn't really let anybody see and then she's kind of got her like normal kind of cold personality that is what the majority of the world uh sees every day uh what would you like to add about uh kaguya sir condor Sir Condor. <laughs> uh, well, you forgot to mention she's also a member of the archery club, which she is shown, is. In, which is actually shown in the the second opening mm-hmm. a lot. Where the, the 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 opening starts with her shooting a bow. So yeah, she's like, but as uh, she's actually very much in love with uh, uh with, with 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 Miyuki. Yes, and it's pronounced Shirogane. Please get it right. You played Persona Four. Come on. Um and uh basically yeah uh, basically everything Falcon said she's she used to be like a very cold person not very showing much emotions and then ever since she met um Miyuki she started to open up a little bit more be a better person in general they show that a, a bit in the anime as you mm-hmm. watch like they'll, they'll show like little scenes about like her past I think she gets a whole arc like that too later in the manga as well where uh, I think she like reverts back to her cold personality for like a little bit for some reason. I forget why, but it's kind of weird. And there's probably a story reason for it somehow. Yeah, I don't remember. It's been a while. But uh, it, she's a pretty she's a pretty fun character. Honestly, at first, I remember when I was watching the anime, like she's really snooty. Like the very first episode, you think she's like just a snooty rich girl, but she's not. Mm. She's definitely not. She's just like a girl who just loves, wants to have fun with her friends, who really cherishes her friends, which is really shown at the end of season one in the fireworks episode which is a really great way to end season one in my opinion i'd say it was a pretty good one yeah it wasn't too bad i always love when the main characters get to, to i always love when the main character gets to be badass and miyuki was super badass in that even if he's like oh god it's so shameful oh my god yeah. <laughs> um. but uh the is a pretty good character you know she's pretty cute 
Uh, not best girl. I actually don't even think I have a best girl in the show. That's that hard. About it. Best girl is Ishigami. Got it. All right. Anyway. Well, Ishigami is um, a guy, so he's best boy. Yeah, Ishigami, I guess, is best best, Ishigami is best girl. Oh, okay. Ishigami is Condor's best girl. Um, Let's see. Any other notable things about her that we should mention? Uh, she's don't, also. Don't look at the trivia facts. I'm not looking at the trivia facts. Because they, they um, have a spoiler. They have a spoiler. Oh no! Oh, um, but uh, did yeah, you know uh, that Kaguya has developed a glare fetish because of her love for Miyuki? Oh my goodness! She okay. actually gets turned on when people when when people glare at her. That's that's not creepy at all. She also hate- loves shortcake too, right? Uh yes, and dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also likes really creepy people with cat ears. We yeah, find out when that she takes episode, that creepy picture of Miyuki with the cat ears and he looks yeah. like a complete weirdo that you would run away from on the street. And she's like, he's so cute. And you're like, whoa, hold up there, girl. Don't be crazy now. Hey, when, when, you're, in love crazy. With, when you're in love with someone, you'll think anything about them is cute, man. This is how it is. She, it's also the one thing I always found weird about Kaguya is that like Chika Fujiwara is pretty much like her best friend. Yet she's always like ticked off at her all the time. And is always trying to find ways to like kill her in like no her head. You're no longer my friend. Like you're just a sack of meat. <laughs> yeah, like Fujiwara is like the only person who like is trying to be friendly with her. She even says like, "Oh, Fujiwara is like my closest friend." And then you have one part, like I think it's midway through the first season, where she's dreaming about if she became the student council president, she would have Miyuki as her vice president. <laughs> I was gonna mention that she would have Ishigami as her treasurer and then she wouldn't even have fujiwara as the secretary Who's the other girl? Get the girl who was asking her for love advice whose name i forgot like kano or something like that who cares uh, it was not important <laughs> yeah like it was like fujiwara wasn't even there like her dream <laughs> student council doesn't even have her in there and like that's supposed to be like her best friend and she'll always be like oh fujiwara is really not that evil and then fujiwara would be like call shiro shiro uh, shirogane like uh, Miyuki and she's like that's slut how dare she call him by his first name that audacity like just instantly like the slightest (laughs) thing how dare she do that and like and then I think she calls him like Miyu at one point how dare she give the president a nickname he is the president you know it's like calm down like he he doesn't care. They're no, she, she's, like, get, she's getting up in her man, dude. <laughs> I'm getting up in her man, yeah. But like everything, like even when it's like she always just travels around and because of her, we're not going to get, it's just like Fujiwara, they're supposed to be like friends and they didn't ever seem really like they were friends except the one day they went out shopping and then even then it's like Fujiwara is trying to hog Miyuki's sister off for herself so I can't get close to her. It's like, just go talk to them. <laughs> Like, there's nothing that you can't just go up there and join in the conversation. No, but that's that not was how that works. That was really weird. That shows weakness. Always, always just, oh, man. But all right, uh, I think we've said enough about Kaguya. We can move on uh, okay. to Miyuki Shirogane if uh, you feel the need to. Uh, yes, let us move on to the next character. Yes! Okay. Yes! So we've yes. got Miyuki. He is the other protagonist of the show. He is the student council president, which is odd because he's at a school of rich kids and rich kids always are the president. So the fact here's some like scholarship kid at the school who's nobody is all of a sudden the president, pretty impressive, pretty controversial, but he seems well liked for the most part. 
he is very hardworking. He even says numerous times he doesn't really sleep very much because he's working too much. In fact, there's even that episode where when he he was the when when they had disbanded the student council press the student council in season two. Yeah, uh, in between the elections for the next year. Yeah. Yes, and uh, he he looked all like awake. His eyes were all like, but everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, you look horrible." They're like, are you okay? You look terrible. And it's like, yeah, what? And it's just like the bags are gone from under his eyes. Like, that's the only difference. They're like, what? What happened? Um, yeah, he's he's very hardworking. He's very considerate. He's a very nice person. Uh, we've seen numerous times where he goes out of his way to help people, even if it's not within his best interest to do so. Uh, but as far as just how hardworking he is, he helps take care of his younger sister. He has a part-time job. He does after school. He has to do all of his schoolwork and studying and do all the student council activities. Like he's pretty much going all day. He is one of the most hardworking anime characters in anime history. Mm-hmm. He works Indeed. his butt off and gets the, the, the results he desires. Yep. And everyone pretty much thinks he's a cool dude. He just uh, doesn't really interact with a ton of people because he's just working so much of the time i think they even ask like why he's not in any other club and it's like he doesn't have time to be in another club like he really doesn't he's, yeah. he's slammed as it is um miyuki is a character who's who's pretty good he's pretty he, he also he's in love with kaguya they're so the thing is they're in love with each other but as we know the show basically dictates you can't you can't like can't convince you can't show weakness so he's in love yeah. with her and trying to get her to convince confessing things but you know um, Yuki's also a pretty genuine, uh, kind-hearted character. Look, there are sometimes when he's like, uh, like he's like trying to get something, and then he realizes, oh wait, this is wrong. Even if I want this to happen, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be considered to the other person. And you know, he's very kind-hearted and caring, especially mm-hmm. in a in a season in season one in the end where he's like, I'm going to go get Kaguya so she can enjoy the fireworks. I really like that scene where he's like checking scene. Twitter and he's like, I'm on my way. And it shows yeah. them like all badass. Like I really like that. I like, felt felt like just chills running down my spine. I'm like, oh, it's about to get good. Let's go. You know. I like that moment in general because everybody in that moment acted pretty well. I mean, Fujiwara didn't really do anything, but she stayed there in case Kaguya made it to their point while the rest were looking. But yeah, I I even like Ishigami, especially at that point, due to how his relationship was with Kaguya and how he oh, we'll, acted. We'll it was also Ishigami. really nice. We'll talk about Ishigami when we get. To I know. It. I'm just saying. I, I just overall enjoyed that scene in That's general because that scene was a pretty good way to end season one. Honestly, it really was. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, Miyuki is a great. He's a great main character. I really like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I don't yeah. really know. If there's oh, a ton oh, more oh but we forgot to mention he also has mm-hmm. a part-time job. Well, I said he he worked a part time job. Oh, oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> when I said he was really slammed and he was doing this and this, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for thanks for nodding off on me. I mean, but did you happened. know he's a handsome young man with blonde hair and dark blue senpaku eyes? What? It's crazy. Uh, I must have been blind this whole time. I thought he had red eyes and green hair. But did you know man. that Miyuki shuts down and falls unconscious if he doesn't refill his caffeine reserves every three hours due to intense sleep deprivation? Yes, they talked about it in the show. Oh, I There's know. that one scene where they bought like decaf coffee or something. I think Rodney drinks and then just like passes out on the desk. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he does. Because he, 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 he's like, I, you see I him like, in, like at the nighttime and like switched it with decaf. Yeah. Oh my uh, God. That was a good one. That was a good moment. I liked it a lot. Uh, but he, he's very, I like, I've always liked, or always liked, I didn't watch the show until this week i appreciated how honorable of a character he was 
like there's the the one scene where he goes to check on Kaguya when she's sick and he has very much the opportunity to do whatever he wants to do and he chooses to do nothing uh which i found very honorable he could have just been a scumbag I, he even says in the so i guess we should have made it clear i watched the dub uh I watched, the sub. watched the sub uh the the in the dub literally his line when that happened so essentially kaguya is sick and when she's sick she doesn't like have any memory of what she's doing she's essentially like drunk um she literally grabs him and is like come on get in here i can't sleep without you and like grabs him in, into the bed and he doesn't know what to do because he can't leave because she's like holding him into the bed but he doesn't want to be there because he knows that's not like a good thing to do even if they don't do anything uh, but he literally says, why is the universe giving me the opportunity to be such a scumbag right now? Like, because she's just like, come on, stay, sleep with me. Let's do all this. And like the uh, Hayasaka, the attendant's like, oh, I'm just going to leave the room for three hours and I'll make sure nobody can get in and see what you guys do. Like, he's just like, what are you all doing? Just like, no, I don't want to do this. Let me leave. But he can't. And then, it, 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 you know, typical anime stuff happens after that with oh what are you doing in my bed but you know that's besides the point nothing happened what i did like though is they thing. showed like they showed like a follow-up to that you know mm-hmm. yeah so, they they followed oh. it up the next episode it wasn't later on that episode i don't remember it, it was the next episode yeah uh but i i just very much appreciate like that moment of character like any other romance anime protagonists would be like huh whoa they told me i can just stay in bed with them yeah let's go and then like you know things would happen but he was he was very much restrained it's like no i can't do this this is not honorable she's not in like her right headspace right now she's sick even if i really want it no i just i can't do this like and he stayed in bed with that's more because she was kind of like holding on to him i think at one point no he i think he ended up falling asleep (laughs) Oh, that's right. He didn't end up falling asleep. He just ended up, exactly well, he sleep, sleep deprivation, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Kage has probably one of the most comfortable beds ever, considering how rich her family is. So. Oh, yeah. And that bed is huge. <laughs> what is it with rich people in anime and their beds taking up like half the room? Hey, I'm not going to lie. If I was rich, that. I would have a giant bed. I love my fucking bed so much, dude. So I mean, much. If I was rich, I would just have a bedroom in which the room was the bed, and you have a door to the bed. So if I want to sleep, I just close that door and then have the rest of my room there. You know, you just walk in and bleh, close the Inter- door. And interesting sleep. take, but okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think we can move on to the next character. All right. Uh, is it Chica? Yeah, she was introduced next. I figured we would just go. Yeah, that's fine. To her. Um. So next up is Chica Fujiwara, the secretary of the student council who is the, probably the most well-known character from the show because of how popular the Chica dance is, a.k.a. the Chicato Chica Chica, which is the ending in episode three. Stupid dance, by the way. It's, it is a really stupid dance, but I think that's why it caught on. It's just, I, we've already said she does like the circle where she's just saying poke, poke, poke over and over again. And really the song boils down to how great of a person she is and how she's like the star member of the student council when she's the least important member of the student council. Yeah, like, she's the least. <laughs> like, she's just there to like relay information to other people, really. Um, she's yeah, there to uh, make, as, as you mentioned earlier, she's there to like really make tensions go away, you know, just be like the nice comic like, relief or character. Or escalate them, yeah. Uh, there's plenty of times where we're like, like, oh, cool, as long as this doesn't happen and she just comes in and it's like, oh, do the exact one thing that doesn't need to happen. 
Um, but she is also a member of the Tabletop Gaming Club. She loves Woo! playing board games. And we've um, seen a lot of times where she plays a lot of games with everybody, you know? I think I think my favorite was in season two when they were playing the real life tabletop RPG. And so they just have like the giant dice they're rolling to determine what happens uh, at the very end. <laughs> I like, know the DD oh, one. The disciplinary committee is here. Uh, we have to roll a 13 or higher to evade. 14, yeah! That doesn't mean we're just going to leave, you know. Oh, this is going to happen. Roll this to do whatever. You know, it was just like they're just walking around outside, throwing die. In the- I just thought that was funny as someone who's gotten into D&D lately. Um, no, which one I liked? It was actually the, fin- the f- last episode of season two where they're playing like the game where they blow up the balloon. <laughs> that reminded me of the Mario Party minigame, you know? It is a Mario Party mini it's game. It's a Mario yeah. Party. I like that because like, when it was Chica's turn, she just goes like, pop, 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 so, so she starts off by being like, we're going to, I forgot how she was talking. She's like, let's play that one thing where you have the thing with the air and you have to inflate it until it pops or something like that. And everybody's like, she doesn't mean what I think she means, right? And then she's like, it's a balloon. And she like, puts a balloon on the bike pump and then just like immediately just starts frantically pumping it up and just like with this evil gleam in her eye. So she already starts off with this balloon the size that it normally would be popping. And then they're all going, like they all start off like two or three pumps each. But then it gets to where this thing is like the whole size of the room. And they're all like slowly doing a pump because they don't want it to break. And then finally Chica, she's like, ah! and then stops. And then it's like, okay, your turn next. And just like walks away. And just, it was, it and was everyone funny. just starts like getting scared of it, you know? And then she calls them out for being cowards. And then she does the same thing. And <laughs> 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 oh. but she's, she's one of my favorites. She, she's definitely a perfect comic relief character. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say a hard take real okay. quick. Uh, out of out of all of the main characters, I'm gonna say I like her the least. It doesn't mean I don't like her. I just think she just she, kind of brings the le- le- least amount to the table, really. As everyone probably knows by now, I love characters with character development, and uh, she you has know, none. She doesn't really have any in the show. At least from what I've read, in the, from what I've read in the manga too. Maybe by yeah. now, because I read the manga probably a year ago. By now, yeah. she probably has like her her own arc. I hope, but. Uh, from what I know and my knowledge, uh, that's why she's my least favorite character. But that, again, that doesn't mean I hate her. And, she, mm-hmm. and re-watching the anime because I've never watched the anime before. Okay. Um, I yeah, I never watched the anime before. I read the manga. Uh, so it's just like wow, she 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 is really like a really funny character to watch. Yeah, she's easily the character though that could most. I mean, she couldn't be taken out, and the show would probably still be good. But I don't. I think she really just like. No, I think she amplifies she, she, it. She adds because to the show. I'm not gonna say taking her yeah. out. To, taking her out would be a different show, you know. I don't think yeah. so. Uh, but she's very bubbly. She's very energetic. Um, she she has a habit of cheating in games, uh, which she gets caught on multiple times. She's very bad at it. In which case, one of the episodes, at least in the dub, she said, "Hey, you know what they say? It isn't cheating if you don't get caught." And they're like, "Yeah, but we caught you, so it is cheating." And she's like, "Oh, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the episodes where she teaches um, Yuki how to do things that he doesn't know, like the volleyball and the singing. Remember those? And, 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 and it was the end of the volleyball the one, dancing. and she looks at Kaguya. She looks at Kaguya, and she's like, I raised that boy. <laughs> and then she teaches him to do the dance, too, for the, the sports fest or whatever, where they're all, all the psychic years are going to have to do the one like traditional dance or whatever. Uh, and then she's arguing over uh, with uh, Kagi on how to best teach him. 
Because he's like, you just have to memorize the moves. And Kagi is like, yes. She's like, no, you have to feel what it means. And it's like, okay. Um, but uh, she's very fun. She's very mysterious since we don't really know anything about her backstory. Ishigami even says he doesn't know if she's ever serious or if she's just like purposely like doing things to get such like situations to happen. No one really knows if she's genuinely just kind of an idiot or if she's this secret like evil mastermind who just pretends to be an idiot to get her plans to succeed. Um, and there's there's definitely cases they show for both of those. Um, she also seems to be a decent foodie, but I'll talk about why that is later because that's something I want to talk about in our favorite moments part. Um, like we haven't been already mentioning our moments. I mean, we, we really have. This one's just kind of been like, I, I think whatever. I, I was going to mention this at the end, <laughs> but I'm going to say it now and I'll bring it up at the end at the end of the podcast. But I think something that I've noticed about this one compared to like Nisekoi or we never learn. Whereas the mem- the moments in these are more memorable. I'm actually not like struggling to remember them at all. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I actually watched both seasons in one day. Yeah, you did. I watched them both in one day. And the fact that I could remember them very fluently, that might also have to do with the fact I read them before, but mm-hmm. this, the fact that I can still remember them just shows how memorable and good they are. You know, the moments are just like mm-hmm. super well done, very memorable, but very good, very funny. To counter that, I don't remember everything. I remember a decent bit. I feel like I remember more than I did with like Nisa Koi and Boku Ben. Um, but also my work week has been slammed. So I've been watching that when I'm like very tired. So that doesn't help either. But you've been um, doing pretty good with remembering the moments. Yeah, you're doing like really good and very rem- memorable. There are some things that, like I, I said beforehand, there is a quote from an episode I finished this morning because I had to finish the last like three before we recorded this morning. Uh, I was like, I need to write that down. That's a terrific quote. I want to talk about it. And then I've already forgotten what it was. And Falcon, that's Don't yeehaw crazy. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there, there's there's some things. But yeah, uh, Fujiwara is really great. I think she's a good character overall. Um, yes, very good comic also, relief character. I do like the moments too where Kaguya and Miyuki are trying to like, I want this to happen. But Fujiwara, I think, is catching on. Maybe Fujiwara will say it for me. And then like, she just completely will say the complete opposite thing. Like, no, she let me down. <laughs> Oh, it's like the episode. Yeah. I remember the episode you talked about. Kage's like, yeah, you shouldn't expect anything from her, really. Yeah. And she's just looking all like listless and like not caring. And her yeah. mind's like empty. It's great. Yeah, so great. Uh, uh, but we can move on to the next character now. Oh, we're moving on to the best boy, the best girl, and the best character in the show. What the yes, you Ishigami, you Ishigami, treasurer of the student council. He is kind of a loner, wouldn't you say, Condor? Huh? Uh, Ishigami is kind of a loner. Uh, well, yeah, and that has to do with his past, obviously, but I'm more into that later. But basically, yeah. uh, uh, he had an incident in middle school, and because of that, mm. he is very much hated by a lot of his peers. Especially the girls. They, they specifically mention girls. Especially the girls, yes. Uh, but yeah, he's a bit of a loner. He likes he's a, he's a shut in neat, likes to play video games, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, he also really is cares for his friends and is really happy to have them at the same time. I think something that's not conveyed very well in season one, and that's because going into what I knew about his past and watching rewatching season one is he showed he tried to show genuine feelings. Like I know you made fun of it earlier, like when he complimented Chica's conditioner. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, it, it was creepy, but at the same time, he was trying to be nice and friendly and give a compliment, you know. But it, it was, just got it was, kind of conveyed the wrong yeah. way. It was one of those situations you had where he kind of just went too far. Like, if he would have been like, oh, hey, Chica, did you change your conditioner? 
it it looks nice or like even if we just notice the change like i did thanks for noticing but the fact he's literally like you change your conditioner you smell really good the fact he added you smell really good made it go from like noticing a change and complimenting it to making it creepy because he's now smelling her all of a sudden um but yeah like that's just something that like a guy a high school guy would do so that's not even necessarily really creepy to him like your hair smells different. Did you change your conditioner? I like it. And be like, whoa, wait, hold on. You know what I smell like? That's kind of creepy, but, but you know, but like, but thanks for noticing I changed my conditioner, I guess. Um, yeah, he's, I really liked him. He very much doesn't even come to the school most of the time. He just stays at home. Uh, but he slowly starts coming to school more and more as he builds up his bonds with the student council. Uh, but he's terrified of Kalgia because she keeps giving him death stares. That's and he's right. She's a demon. Especially the episode where uh, where she was dressed up in that like theater garment. She had like the knife, and she was like telling he was like telling Shogani how much of a killer Kalgia was, and then she comes in like that, and and, and Shogani starts believing it too a little bit. <laughs> he, he said he's like he, oh, because that was the episode. I think he said he wanted to quit the student council. Like I think the first episode we see. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah. When yeah. he asked why, he said because Kalgia wants to kill me. He's like she doesn't want to kill. He's like no, she does. Every time I see her, she gives me this death stare and glare and then she walks into the door she's like what are you saying and she has like that like glazed over eyes knife in her hand and like blood splattered all over her. he's like oh what's going on and then you find out that uh kage and chica were helping the drama club with like costume fittings or something um so they were wearing like outfits for the play the school was doing but yeah it, it very much like see i told you she wants to be dead um yeah it was guy. pretty good i'll let you mention other fun things about him since he is easily your favorite yeah some other things that i really like about uh uh ishigami is he has a lot of good moments in the show uh you know speaking i don't actually remember anything beyond from the anime because it's been a while other than like the major arcs and some major things but like the funny moments i don't really remember but from the anime you know there's a lot of good moments like you know it was it was the one after uh it was the one after the kagi was sick and, uh, you know, Kage wants to go talk to that girl and Shinogani wants to go talk to Ishigami and they're, like, saying completely other things. And Ishigami's getting, like, mad and upset. It's like, huh? What do you mean? And stuff like that. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was pretty funny in, in general. He, yeah, but then he'd have the times where he'd say some, like, really controversial stuff, like when uh, uh, Shirogane was uh, talking to him about, like, his love situation ever he's like girls oh yeah they're the worst no, 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 no. they do this is like just starts going it's like dude calm down don't say that like this might be like not knowing his backstory in season one like i was literally like this is probably why girls don't like you, you kind of gave off some insult vibes just now you probably like asked a girl like i'm thinking his backstory so he asked a girl out and she was like no you're kind of gross and he's like oh you women da, 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 da. Like, you thought it was I, something I figured, that basic <laughs> yeah i thought it'd be something that basic at the time because we really didn't know him that well so the fact you, is like he's a quiet guy who mainly stays keeps to himself, and then he just starts spewing this like anti-feminist crap almost. I was like, that's probably it. And then we find out his backstory. I'm like, oh no, that was just him having like a bad view on something. But that that's you, not why. Did you pay attention to the episode titles as you watched the episodes? Not till the very end. Uh, and then I started because I saw like later on like one of the episodes was like Ishigami opened his eyes too, and I was like, oh maybe I should have been paying attention to these. Um, 
yeah but it does and, help uh, if you're episode, wanting a certain episode you can see kind of what's going on the episode where they they were they've been hinting at his backstory for like ever since i think episode 10 in the anime so like early on in the series uh remember the episode where uh they're studying and kaguya studies with ishigami mm-hmm. uh and that episode was titled ishigami closes his eyes oh okay. and then uh the one and then during the uh the the election mm-hmm. uh too like not not the the uh the one where uh no, it's the one where uh, Miku is talking with her friend about uh, the the her past and about how she got. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That one's called. See, Ishigami is only mentioned once, but that that part is called Ishigami closes his eyes too. And uh, yeah, basically, yeah. I think that's trying to show that Ishigami was the guy who who gave Miku like the fl- the flower, telling her to keep going forward with her mm-hmm. ideals and stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then uh, the for the sports festival one. I think it's like he closes his eyes three and then it's you Ishigami and Miyuki Shirogane. And then it's called Ishigami opens his eyes, mm-hmm. which is really good. It's, it's just showing, I like really, I really like things like that. You know, I just like, yeah. they, cause it's mostly like, oh, uh, Shirogane wants to go on vacation or Kaguya wants to learn. Or, like those are the episodes. But when they get like really yeah. good like that, like you could tell something's going on. Like why yeah. is Ishigami closing his eyes? Why are the girls uh, like hating on him? Well, I really mm-hmm. like how Kaguya stood up for him in that uh, that part right there. It was really nice. Yeah, I really did too. Cause like he's just like, whatever. This is what happened. She's like, uh, excuse you. <laughs> like, have you ever talked to this guy? Uh, well, no, not really. It's like, cool. Then shut up. <laughs> it's like, like, it's like you really don't know him. You're just spouting what someone else told you. It might be true. I don't know, but I don't get that vibe from him. So shut up. <laughs> like. <laughs> I like that a lot. It was a good moment. Uh, yeah, but Ishigami is probably the best character in the show, hands down. Mm-hmm. If anyone disagrees, you know where to find me in Falcon's Discord. If you want to argue about, in the episode you want to argue why Chica is the best character in the show, I'm going to literally ban you from Falcon server. I don't even care what Falcon says. You can argue with him. That's fine. If he bans you, talk to me. I will unban you and be like, Condor, ban you again. Come on, man. Come on, but no, no, but I understand if it was Shigane or Kaguya. But if it's Chico, you think is the best character, then you the door is right there. Get out. Some people just like having laughs, and Chica gives them the laughs. Condor, well, uh, Shigami gave us some laughs, like well, he did, uh, but Chica was non stop laughs all the time, right? Because she's just a joke. Oof, don't dab (laughs) for that. That is not worth a dab, but I dabbed anyway. Oh, well, okay. Um, anything else you want to say about Ishigami? No. Okay. Well, I'll save the rest for when we talk about the episode so we go in okay. more detail. So we've got two characters left to talk about. Um, I Hayasaka is next because she was introduced technically next before Miku. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, do you want to talk I next or do you want to talk Miku? Uh, so we'll go to I next. Yeah. Uh, who is uh, Kaguya's essentially like attendant or maid, I guess. Uh, kind of like her right-hand person. That's uh, right. She is very responsible, which she kind of has to be, given what her job is. Uh, she seems very intelligent. Uh, she's very uh, street smart, which is something Kaguya is not. Well, we mentioned, but Kaguya is very naive about a lot of things. Uh, or I guess ignorant, I should say, about a lot of things. And I is kind of not so i kind of teases her along with things but she also is just constantly telling her like who cares if you look weak you like miyuki just tell him like this is getting tiring i'm tired of hearing about it 
just ask, get it over with and move on with your life. Um, but she's always there for, her. she always has, uh, Kalgia's back even in really weird scenarios, like where she made the comment about winning over Shirogane would not be hard. And she's like, Oh, well you do it then. And she, she ends up having to pr- try to woo Miyuki into loving her instead of Kaguya to show it can be done. And she almost succeeds in one day. Um, I, would, I wouldn't say she doesn't succeed at all. No, I wouldn't say she came close. Just because I the, said she almost succeeded. Best girl doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm assuming the narrator is in the Japanese version as well. It is, is that is, correct? But he did not say that. Okay. So the dub, they have a narrator and I didn't know if I was going to like it at the start. So when I started watching, I didn't one expect the narrator and two, it kind of threw me off for how it was doing things. It, it seemed to me like he was trying to be like the narrator in the Sergeant Frog dub, but not succeeding as well in the first couple episodes to me. And I was like, this is kind of giving me weird vibes. I don't know what's going on. But by the end of it, like the narrator was part of the best parts of the show. But yeah, there's literally one episode where the narrator is like, and this is why I Hayakawa is, or Hayasaka is the best girl. And it was like, okay. And uh, like, they, they realized that like this show is silly enough. Like the narrator just needs to do what he wants to do and just go with yeah. it. So he's really over the top and exaggerated. What was else? There's some other narrator line that he said that I just lost it. And I can't think of now what it was. Dang. Was it in but, season one or season two? I think it was season two. Um, uh, try to remember. Come on. I'm trying, but it'll, on. Pro- it'll probably come back to me later on. Um, but there were, there were plenty of times like the narrator was like stole the show away. Well, I guess that's um, one thing I did not get during the sub, unfortunately. Yeah. Also, though, I didn't know really what to expect going into the show. I had a completely different view, but we can talk about that later. We're not. Yeah, I actually love to hear about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, Hayasaka is a supporting character. She doesn't mm-hmm. really get much of her arc until like in the manga, where it's a, it's a good arc. I'll say that. But uh, mm-hmm. she basically let her like just be Kaguya's support. But she she has some decently funny moments as well. Like the one where she just wants to relax in the bath that she's making, but Kagi's like, I want to make a Twitter. Help me make a Twitter. Oh, yeah. Emergency, emergency. My favorite part about that was not only did she not just get in the bath, she got a lounge chair to put in the bath. She didn't have to sit on the floor of the bath. She could be like lounging in a lounge chair. And I just, I don't know why. That just amused me to no end. And then, and I'm taking a bath. Have fun. Ah, I need help. Emergency. Oh, making a Twitter account. Uh, why can't I see his tweets? He's protected. You have to follow him to do it. But I don't want to follow him. That'll make me look weak. Well, you either follow him and see the tweets or text him and let you know. I can't text him. He hasn't texted me yet. It's like, oh my, like he was getting pulled out for just the dumbest crap that's supposed to be the end of the world. Um, that, that was a great scene. But then also she has the moments like where uh, the fireworks episode where she uh, kind of fills in as Kaguya so Kaguya can go do the fireworks, uh, which was one of the issues I had with the show because I didn't think they explained that part very well. Um, what part? The fireworks? Yeah, about like how mean? she was being banned from the fireworks. So it's just like, oh, literally I, the only I, explanation yeah. was like, your behavior has been, uh, it wasn't even like bad. It was like, your behavior has been, uh, I don't even remember, but it was kind of like, you're not acting exactly how we want you to act. So we're not letting you go. Like, it was like, what did she do? That, I think that's <laughs> like, just the thing with like rich families when when, when the maybe don't I don't know, but it was literally like she was given no explanation. We don't see her act in any like unbecoming way or maybe that's what your behavior has been unbecoming lately. But it was like okay, and then she's like, I can't go. It's like 
what did she do? <laughs> like her grades are good. She's the vice president of the student council, which she didn't even run for president. I don't think, I think she was literally just like picked to be the vice president after Shirogan A1, but it was literally just like, okay, like she seems to be doing pretty good, but that was just something else. Like I didn't get that plot. Um, but anyway, uh, she's literally like, oh, you sneak out, I'll dress up as you and like cover for you type deal. Uh, she seems to be a good friend, even though she is technically an employee. I like the part where it's after the election and Kaguya's like super tired and, and Hayasaka's there to like hug her. And then Chika comes and Hayasaka just pushes her to the ground and quickly runs away. So she's not seen. Yeah. Does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't I call Chika like Project F or something like that? I think so. Like, yeah, the I think she doesn't where, even call where, her like by where, her name. Uh, it's the one. It's back to the caffeine one, where uh, basically. Oh you know, yeah. And uh, Shogani's sleeping, and she put he puts her shoulder on Kaguya's. He puts her head on Kaguya's shoulder, and Kaguya's like, "Oh yeah, she's like subject F, unreliable, comes, or whatever." And like nobody comes in this room at all, so she's like guarding the room, and then she's like, "Yeah, she got Project F. Totally cannot read her. No read at all." Yeah. <laughs> and predict. I think yeah, the dub was like Project F or Subject F. Uh, I can't get a read on this girl. She's very unpredictable. I got to stall her now. And I forget what she does, but she does something to get her to go. But yeah, it was just like, okay. I think she distracts uh, her dog. Oh, that's right. She's she's walking her dog and the dog just like running like crazy. And so she like throws the dog bone and the dog just turns and that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't think there's really much we can say about I. No, other we can't. Again, she was said. a supporting character, but I feel like she was important enough to talk about because she's, she was. she's pretty important, so... Uh, and that leads us to Miko Ino. Miko Ino, the next character of the student council, who we actually got her backstory like right away. Yeah, they didn't really, really nice backstory. I thought they kind of had to because we were bringing her into the like the student council dynamic, uh, to where even if we didn't know a lot about like Kaguya and Miyuki and Chika at that point, we at least knew a little bit about them. Like we got to know them as Chika's we family, them, yeah. and we know like a little bit of stuff. So like bringing her in, I think it felt they kind of were like, let's go on and get it out of the way. That way we can have more like relatability and like likability to her. Um, but she is a first year who decides to run against uh, Shirogane uh, in the student council election when he is going to be reelected. Uh, she's really the only person gaining any like um, steam to try to overcome him. Well, because uh, Kage was too busy trying to get everyone else out of the competition. <laughs> yeah well there's only like two other people i think besides them that were running anyway and they got one to drop out and the other one like was clearly not a threat like nobody was gonna vote for that person um so she's there and she's very uh very i don't really say strict but she very we much is a rule follower we didn't get much about her but what we did we got we got plenty of in my opinion and yeah. she does get some focus later on in the, the series as well you'll you'll learn mm -hmm. about her Actually, I'm actually my hint at it. The second opening, you know how uh, when Kaguya shot the arrow at Miyuki in the opening, mm -hmm. and how everyone like looked back or reacted to the opening to the yeah. arrow. Uh, Miku didn't react to the arrow at all. Yeah, you look back at it, you'll notice she just keeps looking forward, and doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Her friend reacts, but she doesn't react. Yeah, that's a little interesting. What what could that mean? Mm. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But uh, basically, right. uh, yeah, basically she's a rule follower. Uh, she likes she likes shaved heads for some reason. Uh, uh, it was they they talked about that in the dub was that shaved heads have been proven to keep 
boys coming to school on time. Yeah, because the they don't have to take care of their hair. Yeah, the, the rules that required shaved heads, but they didn't have to fool with their hair in the mornings. They yes, Falcon. What a really textbook-like answer. I'm sure you didn't yeah. read that anywhere. I did not read that anywhere. Right. Okay. Okay. I don't believe All you. up here. You mean right here? Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> yes, right up here. And then it's going to go poof. Um, Does that mean it goes out of your head? Yeah, poof. <laughs> Um, but she, she very much has a sense of justice and decency. She very much, uh, wants to, she feels that, uh, Kagi and, uh, Miyuki have kind of let the school like drop or whatever. Um, I think my favorite scene with her is when they're doing the debate for the student council election. Uh, and she, she's really nervous. She's really bad in front of people. And which is another reason why I really like Miyuki. Cause he just, even though he doesn't have to and can just let her like, sit up there and just run off the stage when her time's up not saying anything well you know the fear. reason why he did that is because of ishigami because he's the best boy yeah and he finally says he's like yeah we could let win in a land sign by doing this but i want to win fair like fair and square like i want to on i think win honorably is what he said I agree there. so he goes you. up there and I, like I really starts like that like, scene as well like antagonizing yeah. her like trying to like do it starting a debate basically starting a nice debate. yeah he went up there and was kind of like oh wow like do you not have anything like, no, you no, want to no, do? Don't, and don't look at those people. Look at me. Tell me your points. And that yeah, he went her. up there and he was able to get her like, uh, kind of get her back on track. But it did it in a way that was a really great debate. I think they said the debate went on for what like an hour, an half hour and a half, hour. half an hour, something like that. And like said it was silent the entire time. Like they got everybody's attention and everybody was listening. Um, but yeah, and she's talking about didn't, like didn't like uh, make that stop. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think they were just stunned. Um, yeah. but yeah, like we had before with Kagi was like, look, you know, the year the schools had the most amount of money to do things and do good was, you know, this last year when we were running things, if we do it, we can make it even better. Da, da, da. And then she comes vice versa. Like, yeah, but look at how our reputation is. Every, our reputation goes down. Everyone thinks we're just, you know, uh, stuck up rich kids who have too much time and money on their hands, you know, and like the rules I have will help us get our reputation. Like they have this great back and forth. He's like, Cool, but does reputation really matter overall? Like they had a really nice back and forth. I thought of like explaining their ideals and debating it, um, which wouldn't have been possible without uh, Miyuki and Ishigami kind of coming to that, you know. And of course, at the end, uh, uh, Shiragane wins, obviously, mm -hmm. but he decides to invite Miku to join the student council as well. And get some experience. Mm -hmm. But also, basically the thing with Miku is people made fun of her in the past for like her rules mm -hmm. and what she did. And, and after the debate, uh, people started to like, like her more and respect her. Like, oh, we, you were so close. I voted for you, man. Next time, you'll get yeah, She next almost time. won. It, they beat her, but she because of that debate, she caught up a lot. I think there was yeah. a difference of like 30 votes, I think. 30 or 40 votes, something like that. Which yeah, it really was super close. isn't that much. Um. But yeah, uh, but she I becomes really, I really like... the new student council member, making their student council mm -hmm. members to five. She's technically the financial auditor. Um, pretty much, they she has to look through all their financials that they're wanting to spend, and if she has objections, like raise objections to it, um, which kind of lets her still like do that. But she also uh, is on the public morals club, uh, and she also pretty much becomes like the disciplinary committee. She's kind of like that hall monitor that's just going around pointing out everything wrong you're doing um with her with her buddy and i really liked her friend a lot too i thought her friend could use some more screen time i think uh, i think she gets she doesn't get an arc but she gets more like a time in the manga as well because 
Yeah, because even the friend was one of the few people with like Ishigami who's like, why the heck are people giving him all this crap? Like, I know what happened kind of deal. Like, she, I liked her a lot. She was, she seemed like a level-headed character that I would just would have loved to have seen more of. Um, even like she talked about, I'm not doing the student council because I want to, I'm doing it because I'm trying to help Miku. Like, it's very much like, I, I could care less about this, but she's okay. very passionate about it. Well, Kaguya-sama love is where it has good characters. What can I it say? It really does. That's what I said. Like, I don't think there's a single character in here I don't like, except maybe one guy from Ishigami's backstory. Oh yeah, that guy was an asshole. The girl, I don't really blame because I get it. Like, I'm like, I get it. And we'll talk the about that more later. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, but uh, anything else we need to say about Miko other than the fact she's the character who walks in at the worst time to get wrong assumptions? Yeah, no, I think we're good there. Okay. We're good. We can uh, move on, I guess, to the uh, music. Want to talk about the character poll actually that I have pulled up? Oh, yeah, do the character. Poll. Um, so unfortunately, I, I tried looking a little bit for the character polls, and unfortunately, I only got one uh, for season one. I couldn't get one for season two, unfortunately. Uh, or like in general, or from like the manga. So this only has six characters, and Miku isn't on it. Uh, first place we got uh, Kaguya. Uh, second place we got Ishigami, mm-hmm. of course. Third place, we actually got Hayasaka. Fourth place, we got Shirogane. Fifth place, we have Fujiwara Chika. And then uh, last place is uh, Shirogane's sister, K. And that's it. Okay. Though I'm sure if Miku was on there, she'd be pretty high up. Or at least probably in third or fourth place. I feel like she'd be higher than K. Um, just because K didn't K's really do really much in, much. in uh, season two. Yeah, she's just a, more of a side character. So She's really just there to have... Uh, Kagi would be like, I need to get close to her so I can be closer to her brother. Yeah. And then only to find out that, like, they're not close to siblings. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we don't really do anything. He's just there. He's kind of gross. I ignore him. Um, yeah, that I feel like that's a decent character pull. I think it makes total sense for the Yeah, reasons. especially that Ishigami in second place. I like that. Mm-hmm. Kagi at first surprises me a little bit, but not by much. Like, I, I think Ishigami's better. Um, I feel like some of the other characters, but some of the characters I think are better than her aren't on the poll yet. So, you know. Though it looks like uh, during the top 10 anime of the year for the year 2020, uh, Kaguya Sama got first place. Second season two did. I I really liked it. I I think it definitely was worthy of it. I didn't watch a lot of anime from that year yet so far. So uh, I'll have to see like what else was out last year uh, that it was in competition with. But yeah, it, it definitely, I think, is cool and good with that um but i guess we should talk about the openings next the openings and the endings my friend that's mm-hmm. right so, i've actually been listening to the second opening for a little bit while we've been recording because yeah. the second opening is a bop my it, it really is a bop i hate the title of it but it's a bop you don't uh, like daddy daddy too what's wrong with you uh i hate the name of it it's just uh anyway <laughs> the opening for the first season is called love dramatic which is by masayuki suzuki uh, and it it wasn't bad, but I feel like it was really kind of unfitting okay. for the show a little it bit. It was a little bit unfitting. Uh, personally, I actually ended up skipping it like during the last few episodes because I'm like, yeah, this opening's okay, but it's not like the best. It's very it's forgivable, so- I feel like. I feel like if I remember openings later, I'm going to remember Daddy Daddy Do and not not Love Dramatic. Daddy Daddy Do. <laughs> Daddy, I the name. So uh, I feel Daddy, like broke when I say it. But I mean, it starts off like that, you know, it's just like, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. I give it a listen. 
but you're not gonna remember it like you will remember if course. you were to listen to love dramatic and daddy daddy do you are most likely gonna listen here love daddy daddy do over love dramatic they're sung uh, by the same person but like this is just a better bop better song it is and uh, the, what about the ending theme of season one falcon what's that one called uh, that is called sentimental crisis by halka i think i'm saying that right yes i actually really like the ending theme i thought it was really i think it was better than the opening i would agree I think this is one of the rare times that I like the ending of season one better than the opening of season That's one. That's right. And there, there's still nothing much to say about it. It's, it's nice. It has it like works. a little visual where it's like, uh, I don't know, they're like dressed up in like this like weird thing. Uh, Kaguya is like a prisoner or something and eyes there. Yeah. And then Shirogane, Ishigami and Chika are trying to save her. And then she like yeah. gets out of the plane and grows angel wings and Shirogane catches her in a plane. It's weird. I, don't, I think it's trying yeah. to reference something, but I don't know what it is. Unfortunately, I'm not smart enough yeah. for that. Yeah, but it, it was a really nice song, really nice pop. The visuals were nice, you know. And then we did have one other ending in season one for episode oh, yeah. three. Oh, yeah. We had the Chica uh, dance. No, are, the, are you sure uh, about that? Yeah, it was just episode three. Uh, no, it wasn't important. Uh, but it was called the Chicado Chica Chica. Very memey. You've probably seen it, even if you haven't seen the show. Uh, very fun. It's a nice pop. But yeah, it's just about, I've listened to the English subs, and it's just talking about how everyone at the school loves the student council, and they're great, but she's their star member. And that's pretty much it. Uh, but it's just, it's a fun bop to listen to. I need to download it for Beat Saber because someone made a Beat Saber level of it and I just really want to play it. <laughs> and I was I was paying attention because I was watching it and they tried to make the notes hit as close to the movements of the dance as they can. So by doing the dance, you're kind of doing whatever. Like the part where she just kind of goes like this, you've got notes only up in the high corners, like alternating. So you're having to like go like this while you're doing it. <laughs> Um, and the part where she does like the little thing like that, you're kind of like going like this with the, like, it, it seems interesting. I want to try it at some point. Sounds pretty Maybe I'll record it and put it on like the YouTube or something. Who knows? Um, I enjoyed it. It's fun to listen to. That's why I wanted to watch the show. I kept seeing like That's one of my coworkers keep sending me gifts show. of the Chica dance all the time. And I'd heard the song. I was like, I have to at least watch the show. I keep seeing the Chica dance over and over oh, again. Yeah, glad you watched the show Falcon. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, but that will get us to season two. Uh, the opening daddy, we've daddy already said do. is Daddy Daddy Do. Um, it's Great bop, visuals. It's nice. Big visuals as well, you know. I mean, even the just the opening shot. shot of the air. Yeah, it's great. And then at the end, you and see then, it, or not at the end, but it hits like the like love shield in front of Miyuki. He's just sitting at his desk and like the heart pops up. And you see Chica being her little love detective with her little magnifying and glass. It had all the like Ishigami, uh, it had all, Miku and, and Miku's friend like in the back following her. It was yeah. really funny. Yeah, uh, I it, it is it a, a nice. It's just a nice opening to watch. Even if you haven't seen the anime, uh, do yourself a favor and watch the just watch like the opening visuals. They're pretty funny. It's even on a lot of those like don't sing along or you fail compilation things where it's like forty anime openings combined. Uh, so even if you watch those, you've probably heard bits and pieces of it. Um, but it's good. And then the ending for season two is Kaze ni Fukurete by Haruka Fukuhara. Which unfortunately is not as good as the opening. It's not, but I really liked the, the animation. They did animation was nice, I'll say. Um, so on the it's stars. fine. Yeah. No big. Um, all right. Uh, the other music, I honestly don't really remember that much. The music the actual, was actually like, really good. How music. could you not? Re- You're probably too tired, but like, I think that mm. the music was really fitting for like a lot of the scenes, a lot of like the shenanigans that were happening. I feel like if you ever rewatch it, just pay attention. You'll probably agree with me that the music is pretty fitting. Maybe. But I guess uh, that I'll means to to we move on to our next 
point, which is the weave question, as another surprise weave question from mm-hmm. yours truly to give to what? Falcon. Considering I have read the manga and I know a little bit more about things, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So, as you know, the premise of the show is between Kaguya and, and uh, Miyuki to see who can, uh, you know, basically submit, confess their feelings to another. Mm-hmm. The main goal of the show is for them to get together. So I will say, and you can probably tell if you read the wikia, they do get together. Mm-hmm. Not really a spoiler because that's the point of the show. But right. the question I want to ask you, my friend, is who do you think confesses? Do you think it's mm. Miyuki or do you think it's Kaguya? Who is this the is, one who confesses? This is interesting because there, there are very obvious reasons why either one would confess. It's a, good, it's, a good, it. it's a good question. What can I say? It is. It is a good question. So Miyuki, I could see confessing just because he finally gets tired of the stress of having the like crush and just getting tired of her not doing it. Like he's got too much to stress about in his life. He doesn't need to, you know, uh, worry about this, you know, love confession as well anymore. But I can also see the fact we saw kind of a little spoiler over season two that Kaguya literally thinks she has a heart attack when she's around Miyuki. I could see her finally just like <laughs> for her health just finally cave and be like, I've been trying to get you to confess for so long, whatever. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I think if anybody confessed first, I think it would be Miyuki. I think he's just the one who had finally cared the least a bit about having the like power dynamic in the relationship or whatever they said at the beginning of the show for why they're kind of fighting. I think at the end of the day, he's the guy who's just your average, like kind of poor student at a rich kid school. I feel like at the end of the day, he would be the one to finally be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going for it because I'm tired of this charade. So I, I think I would say that Miyuki would be the one who would eventually confess to Kaguya. All right, well, that is a good uh, answer. Unfortunately, I'm not going to confirm or deny that because that would just ruin the surprise. Or yeah, that's the if major they make spoiler. Season three, because I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, if they make season three, I feel like the end is going to be probably the the confession. I mean, the fact that season two won like anime of the year, I feel like they would be dumb not to make a season three. But I well, also don't know how long the manga went. Oh, they did. Okay, cool. The manga is still ongoing. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Sounds good. Um, All right. right. So now we're going to talk about our favorite moments and just things we want to talk about. That's right. We're going to talk about our favorite moments, badass moments, funny moments. And then we're going to talk about an episode, one of the episodes. We're going to do this a little special because I really thought this episode is one of the best anime episodes ever made, personally. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's talk. Let's talk about our most badass moments. Obviously, we have to pay respects to the fireworks episode and we have to pay respects to the the, the election episodes, obviously, you Mm -hmm. know. Those are those are very Good well done. Episode showing how well plus episodes. Is great. Yep. What about you? What other moments did you like? Uh, one of my favorite ones is the I believe the segment of the episode was called Fujiwara is hungry. Oh, the ramen one. And the ramen one. <laughs> I love that segment so much. So it starts off Fujiwara has just come back from vacation and she it's late at night. She walks into this like ramen shop, and Fujiwara doesn't even really talk in this segment. It's all about this random guy eating ramen there. So it starts off with him. He's just like your typical kind of like salary man kind of guy. He comes in and he's like, I'm at this ramen shop, but I'm not going to order what they recommend. No, that is not what you get. You never go for what's at the start, top of the menu. True ramen connoisseurs know you order what's at like the back or whatever. 
So he orders like something pork ramen, uh, not as rich or like half rich or something. Uh, talking about that's like the best thing they have at that menu. And he knows all the little intricacies to tell. And of course, this person knowing that I know ramen's going to place the food on the bowl this way because he knows you're supposed to start smelling the aroma from like here, like going through this whole like detailed thing about how to best enjoy the ramen. And then Chica walks and he's like, oh, look at this, you know, high school girl. <laughs> she doesn't know how to eat ramen. Watch her order like the recommended or whatever that all, you know, dumb people order. And then she orders the same meal he gets. And he's like, huh, I'm impressed. But she doesn't know the best way to sniff it or smell it or whatever. And then she's just like, he's kind of just talking crap about everything he's doing here. Like, oh, she made a little mini ramen on her spoon. <laughs> okay, whatever. But she's not truly a ramen person unless she goes for the garlic. And like, just everything was great. And just watching like she could constantly prove him wrong and finally you find out in this town there's like four great ramen kings or something which are people who just know everything about ramen everywhere the driver uh, at the end of season yeah one. that was what i noticed it was like one of the four great ramen kings or whatever yeah, and then he's like this girl is on the could be on the level of one of the four great ramen kings of how she's eating her ramen oh my gosh oh because she got the noodles uh harder like he he wanted it like slightly hard and i think she said like pretty much like raw and he realized he's like the way she's eating it her noodles are gonna get soggy unless that's why she ordered it raw <laughs> like they, they won't sog up by the time she gets to it. like it was it i just loved it everything about it was great <laughs> it was hilarious just like i loved watching like the the ramen maker and the dude are like freaking out and have like these like impressed looks and chica's just over here like humming a song in her head and doing whatever like it was i just loved it it, it amused me to no end uh yeah and then the fact on the fireworks episode it, the taxi driver was one of the four ramen kings i liked that it was just like a throwback to a, literally what was just filler for the sake of having a filler yeah i enjoyed it uh, what's another moment that you enjoyed condor you know it's kind of funny how we were talking about how like a lot of moments are memorable but like now that i'm thinking about it, i can't really think of one because we've been talking about a lot of them <laughs> we, we have been talking about a good chunk of I, I guess i could just repeat some i really liked when uh when chica was teaching uh shogani how to play volleyball how mm-hmm. to like just like serve the volleyball and he kept like failing at it because he kept closing his eyes and he was afraid and chica's like is this guy serious and then like after like he finally taught her how to do it like three days it took three days to teach him how to serve it uh Shogun is like, all right, Chica, now you can teach me how to receive, right? <laughs> and Chica, Chica was like so stressed out and stuff. And uh it took like a full week afterwards to get good. And then and then like it was like at the end when Shirogani was like playing and and, and Chica looks over at Kaguya and she's like, I raised that boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And then she swore to never teach him again, and then she did with the singing and then the dancing. Mm. Oh my god, so good! It was pretty good, you know. So many good, 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 good moments. Mm. I like the whole thing where Kagi was learning how to use Twitter as well in season one. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that. I don't even really care about her using Twitter. I very much liked it for the fact that it was I was just trying to take a bath to relax, and like as soon as she'd get back in. Like, and then it's just like, the why internet is broken. Why can't I see what he's doing? And it's just like, look, 
<laughs> like you have to do this, but I don't want to. Well, then either shut up or do it. I got one back to take a bath. Don't bother me. This is an emergency. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, Remember yeah, the it, one? It was after the. Uh, it was after the uh, when she went to the hospital because of her heart, and it, that 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 whole thing was funny too because she's like. There has to be something wrong with me. Like, no, you're literally just in love. And they're like, no, there's you're, something wrong. It's like sick. one no. of the best doctors in like the world who is like treating her. Like this and guy. I, 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 I was just embarrassed the whole time. She's just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards it was like, all right. And then she like learned it like a trick where she puts like her left hand like this on her face. She like calms down. Right. It was and her right she, hand on her left cheek. Right hand, right hand on her left cheek like yeah. this or something and uh she's like okay uh i'm gonna go confront shirogane now about it and then it went to like an arcade fighter like thing remember that the arcade fighter and yeah she's like all right i'm getting pretty low i can use my trick but shirogane had her hand grabbed so she couldn't do it that was actually something i liked in season two season two had like random scenes where they would just randomly reference some other like yeah, they, they didn't want for like charlie brown yeah they had the one scene where it was like there was the charlie brown like thing i think with uh Miku and her friend. Yeah, yeah, Miku and her friend. I was like, I just forgot who. Yeah, and we're like, she even like when she's complaining, they do the whole like head up in the air, mouth open, <laughs> real big. Like they did several things like that. Other that was something that was like really fun. If you're a fan of like animation, you could find like a few moments where they'd reference other things. Oh, yeah. Another another thing I like, and I'm kind of bummed they haven't brought it back, was when they were cleaning out the student council room before the next election, and they find out there'd been a secret room in there the whole time. And the only one that knew was Best Boy. He's like, did we clear out here yet? There was a room there this whole time? Yeah, I thought everyone knew. (laughs) (laughs) They had no clue. They thought it was just a bookshelf. Um, I like that just because it was just random. And then they literally never bring it up again. I don't think they ever bring it back, unfortunately. (laughs) Unless they bring it back in the future, but I don't know. Really something fun to do, which is like, oh, what about this? What, that was there? Yes. Um, Yeah, I I just thought that was a lot of fun as well. Uh, So many good moments, though. Just so many, so many good moments. Oh, I guess I'm sure I could talk if about. If you were to watch the anime yourself, you'd probably be able to find some good moments yourself too. There's so many we're not mentioning. Yeah, I guess I will since we already kind of brought it up before we talk about the sports festival episode because I feel like we'll talk about that for a few minutes. Uh, about how this was not exactly what I was expecting. Oh yeah, so why don't you this. why don't you tell everybody what you were expecting? Because I don't think I even know what you were expecting coming into this. So I thought this was more of like not like a shonen, but had more action in it because every time I'd ever heard anyone like describe the show, it's like, oh yeah, it's about the the student council president, vice president, and they have feelings and the whole school knows they have feelings and they literally are fighting to have like people come back. It's literally they're at war. That's a horrible description. And then the opening of the show shows them like with all these like knives and different weapons. Weapons. At some point it was going to be just like this weird, like almost like satire thing where like, this half the school supporting like Kagi and they ended up having like little action moments here and there. So I think I just got really thrown off because even like the opening is making me think like, oh yeah, oh, he has nunchucks now. Oh, now he has a knife. Now they've got, okay. And then it's like, no, it's <laughs> like mental warfare. So I think the first couple of us was like, wait, this isn't what I was expecting from people who've told me about it and from things I've read online. And then the opening was telling, it's like, I thought it would just have like, some more like action things even if it wasn't like them literally fighting like how like they're doing the tricks you go huh, i'm gonna say this because they're gonna do this when i do that like i thought it would actually have like little scenes play out to where like their tactics are working and it, but no that that is not what it was i still really enjoyed it it just took me a few episodes to be like 
okay, not what I was prepared for, but I, I'm still having fun. Um, and I think that's why the announcer threw me off at the start because he's just so wacky about stuff that even like, and he's like, this is war. And it shows like people with like bows and arrows or something like pointing at each other. I was like, okay. And then it's like, no, this is just nonsense. Comedy and, uh, show. And, and like how in the episode, the beginning of like episode one, they show like these two characters and like relationships are tough and it shows the girl like dominating over the guy. And they show yeah. it again for the second episode. But then the third episode, they fast forward it. <laughs> And then they just never show it again after that. Yeah, I like that a lot too. But yeah, it was I was very much expecting it to not just be your typical like comedy romance anime. I, I thought it had like some like different stuff in there. Still really enjoyed it. Really, really glad I watched it. Just totally threw me off for a little bit. Ten, ten, best anime ever. Best anime, chicken dance, best <laughs> uh, But hey, I'm glad you part I'm where she glad sits on the couch. She's like, ooh. I'm glad you, know, you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I did. It you was know, fun. I had a, a lot of fun. Uh, all right. So I guess uh, we should talk about the sports festival episode, unless there's anything else you want to mention as a highlight. This, um, well, the arcs get a little more serious later on. I'll say that. Well, I, I feel like that's good. kind of the normal with these shows. Like at some yeah. point, it's like, all right, we have to drop the jokes because we actually have to make progress now. But the jokes are just so good in this, you know? They're not like mm-hmm. wacky. They're just good. In my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, yes, let us let us talk about the sports festival. Personally, and I Falcon probably disagrees with me, but maybe you will agree with me after I bring up my points. But uh, okay. personally, after like after when I was rewatching it, because actually, so let me just tell you, uh, when season two aired, and someone told me, "Oh, hey, they did the sports festival arc in season two. I'm like, "Oh, they did? Shit, I gotta watch that." So I actually pulled it up on my Funimation and I watched it, and I really liked it. And then I'm like, oh, now that we're watching it again, I got to watch it again. Uh, and I watched this subbed and I actually did tear up because I, I, even though I knew what was happening, I just thought it was really sweet. I thought the message was really nice. Basically, you got like this character. And I don't want to get, I, I, this might be a bit of a spoiler, but basically the problem, Ishigami's past uh, is basically the fact where uh, he, he wasn't in love with this girl, but there was this girl who would like go out of his way to talk to him in middle school and be like a sweetheart and he, basically you get to hear Ishigami's like thoughts it's like I didn't like love her but the fact that she would talk to a loser like me really like made my day and he just wanted like the best for her so then mm-hmm. she entered a relationship with another guy and he's like usually I hate relationships but I really honestly want her to be happy and you think everything's going great and then you find out that her boyfriend actually has is cheating on on uh, uh cheating on her with another girl and Ishigami hears about that he could tell that the guy was lying and unfortunately, Ishigami uh, has had a really strong sense of justice and stuff. So mm-hmm. he tried to uh, talk to the guy about it. And the guy's like, I'm not going to do that. Why would I give it up to a girl who's willing to give it to me? And she's like, hey, if you just drop it, I'll let you see some things. And she, she, he shows him a phone. I, I assume it's probably the girl uh, naked or something. Probably. Sure. He probably has like pics of her. And he gets like really pissed off and he just like literally starts like punching on him, like be- beating him up, punching his face because his thoughts are, I, uh, I don't want um, anyone else to, to date him because of, his, because of his perfect face. If no one likes him because of his face, then he'll be single forever. So he starts punching him and beating him up and like stuff like that. And everyone, all the other students come in and start watching. Uh, it's funny, funny, funny how a teacher didn't come like really fast, you know? Even though, well, the fact they were like beating each other up for five minutes, like, so was the like, classmates were like, "Go get a teacher!" Like, were, you think they would have? They weren't beating each other up. Ishigami was single-handedly beating him up. Yeah. Uh, I, this situation could have gone a lot easier if Ishigami just like talked about his points, like, "But like, hey, he's cheating on you. Ask him about it." 
but he yeah. didn't. He just like, yo, you gotta like stop it. dating him, like because because eventually he like tried to fake it because he was he was in theater club, which adds to it. So he added to his theatrics. It's like you cannot yeah. you cannot take what you want just by being aggressive. She loves me and not you. Yeah. And being like super like theatric, and Ishikawa was like, "She's not gonna believe your damn theatrics, man. Cut it, cut the shit, or something like that." And she turns to her, and she's like, "You're not gonna believe this, right? Come on." And and uh, he, but he, the problem was he wasn't like explaining like what happened. He never once mentioned he's cheating on you. Check his phone, ask him, talk to the girl or something about yeah. it. Yeah, he never once explained issue. why he was doing it. It was just everyone saw him beating the shit out of the dude, and uh, it was like. No, don't believe him. Like, dude, we see you like beating the crap out of him. Like, we don't know why. <laughs> and everyone starts like saying, like, you're the you're the stupid one. You're deranged. You're crazy. No yeah. one likes you. And then he turns to the girl, and the girl says the same thing. And because of that, mm-hmm. he gets suspended from school and uh, for like a month. And he'll mm-hmm. come back as soon as he writes a letter of apology. Um, so you know, he, he tries to start writing a letter of apology, but he doesn't want to because at the end of it all, he doesn't really feel sorry. No. Uh, we do find out that he regrets his actions of beating him up and he feels like he could have handled it a lot better, but he's mm-hmm. not going to apologize for something he did. And right. obviously the reason why he did this is because even if that girl is like uh, being like mean to him, he still like wants to see her like smile and not like lose her innocence and like what happened and everything. And uh, so he doesn't write the apology. Eventually, he decides, oh, maybe I'll just write, like, uh, what actually happened. Like, he'll, he's going to write down what happened, but he doesn't do that either. And he's, like, going back and forth. And eventually, the month turns into, like, the rest of the school year until uh, he's just, like, home all the time and just not, like, doing anything, you know? He's just standing home, being a neat, being a loser. Mm-hmm. Everyone hates him. People trash his locker. The teachers have nothing to do with him. I think there was a scene that showed his parents didn't like him either. I think that, that I think there was a scene like that. They didn't, like, show it, but, like, like they started like the, this part of the body, mm-hmm. and like I think it was his parents because there was a, fi- a male and a female uh, figure there. Maybe basically his parents are like giving up on him. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and basically, well, basically, well, uh, the reason why Ishigami is reminiscing about this is because he's he's so he he joined the cheerleading the cheering squad mm-hmm. uh, for the sports festival. Something you wouldn't really expect him to do. In fact. You were probably you were probably surprised he did something like that, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, he even said like back in middle school he actively talked crap about cheerleaders because he thought they were all fake. <laughs> like he's so like, he, I hate these people. He like, did that. I'm gonna be one. But you see, you notice that you don't really see the eyes of the characters except for his his mm. classmate, the girl, his classmate. But you don't really see the mm. eyes. You probably thought that was just a choice because the characters weren't important, right? You probably Not thought really. that. I thought it was weird, but I didn't think it was because they were unimportant. Oh, really? Honestly, I just that's didn't what know I why thought. they were doing it. That's what I thought when I first read it, because I thought it was just because they weren't important enough to get like characters. Because you know, I kind like, of thought it was because they were like he viewed it as they were kind of like looking down on him. So as far as he was concerned, they weren't really looking at him. He was just kind of there. It was more of more like he wasn't looking up at them, not like he, right. they were looking down on him. Yeah. more of more of that fiber but uh basically and as the days go he starts like, getting more spunky more happy and, and the cheerleading i was like you know that's it i'm gonna go for it i'm gonna stop looking down on myself and right when he makes that decision the girl uh i think her name's kyoko uh mm-hmm. basically comes and like says you're you're horrible you shouldn't be having fun you ruined my life and stuff mm-hmm. like that And he gets all sad that's when he starts reminiscing and he kind of gets lost in his thoughts uh he forgets what team he's on because uh the captain uh sprained his ankle uh and uh they heard ishigami was a good track star in middle school mm-hmm. uh so he's, he decides to be the anchor and uh, he, he doesn't have his ribbon and uh you know things happen 
blah blah blah. He's upset, and then uh, Miyuki being. Oh, I'm gonna go back a little bit. I always get, I always, whenever I talk about these things, I always get like, I always get really excited. After when he talks to Kyoko, he gets like more down, and he doesn't even see the eyes of Miyuki or Kaguya. Like they're they're also like faded, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's when you start thinking like maybe there's something more to this eye thing, you know. So then obviously Miyuki notices something's wrong because he knows his friend, and I think it's really good because you really don't notice the friendship between Miyuki and Ishigami until like this episode. So like going back on it, you see they really are kind of like close friends. Mm-hmm. I just remember the sh- the, sh- the shoujo episode. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one a lot. <laughs> Did you watch after the credits for that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Just making sure that was a pretty funny one. <laughs> they have Chica there just being all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, great. I, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting off my I'm getting off topic. Um. Yeah. Basically, Shogani uh, comes like, hey, you gotta focus. You gotta be ca- you gotta be careful. You know. And then it basically, uh, and then it basically shows that uh, Shirogani came to Ishigami before high school started, and basically he, he, Kaguya and Chika all figured out uh, Ishigami's true objectives. Basically, saying we we know what you did. You didn't write the apology. The guy was like really like stressed out because he thought you were going to come out at any time and say what happened. He was stressed out. He transferred to another. She transferred to another school. The girl transferred to another school. Um, but after like a few days after the incident, I think, right? Yeah, that's what they it said. It was the guy I thought. Was uh, it the, the guy? guy transferred and the girl didn't get into the high oh, school? Oh, that's right. The guy transferred. Okay. Yeah, the girl just grades weren't good enough to continue at the high school, so she had to go to a different school. That's correct. Okay. And then, uh, basically, he's saying, like, you did, you, you may have gone about it the wrong way, but you achieved everything you wanted to. You're not crazy, Ishigami. And, and Ishigami starts crying, like, finally being happy, someone that can accept him. And, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then Shogun's like, but the apology letter you should have written. And then he starts writing on the thing. And I feel bad for you because you you didn't get to see what is what is written on there. But can you guess? Yeah, what they was didn't have any there? captions for it. I just see him holding up like a piece of paper, and I was like, "What?" Like, okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna before I tell you what it is. Uh, oh. We're gonna go back to the present where he remembers that he remembers mm-hmm. what Shiragani did, and he's about to run. And then Kyoko uh, is the one. You ruined my life. Go to hell, Shiragani. You're horrible. Uh, and then uh, you know what Ishigami says. He pretty much says, "F you." He says the he says the words that Shirogani wrote on the paper. Go yeah, to yeah. hell, dumbass. Yeah. He says it right to her, and he starts running, 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 just like I'm gonna change as soon as I win this competition. Uh, but he doesn't win, unfortunately. No. But that's not because of his effort. He actually did really great. Like he almost yeah. caught up. But apparently, that it was because the I board liked. game club, the board game club fucked it up. Damn it, Chica! How could you? Yeah. So you find out at the end, like he's all bummed that like. Once a loser, always a loser. He couldn't win it for his team or whatever when it really mattered. And uh, they're literally like, dude, we were super behind. You almost won it for us. Like, you did awesome. And, like, he finally realizes that, like, the cheer the cheer club are people who genuinely care about him and don't care that he's had this, like, rumored past or whatever from, like, middle school. He's part of their club and he's a valued member, even though he's new and hasn't really done much with them. And that's uh, when I really, I really like that moment. opens his eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, the, 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 the title and... he sees all their faces, and that reminds me so much of a silent voice. If you've ever watched that movie or heard I haven't of it. watched that yet, I need that, to. It is that's part of the reason why I like this episode. After watching a silent voice, is it's just that moment because it, it's kind of similar to a silent voice where the main character is like looking, doesn't really like look and see people for who they are, and then mm-hmm. as soon as he does, he 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 starts like getting emotional and crying and stuff. It's the same in this part. Like Ishigami got like a little emotional too because he he like understood that these people were like really genuinely good people, mm-hmm. 
and just like awesome to be around and stuff. And, and then they and then they end up winning the competition, like the overall mm-hmm. points as the red team yeah. wins because and get, we get a nice really smile out of them. Uh, and honestly, the, so basically the to to sum up everything, the reason why I like this episode is because it presents a problem from a character we've been seeing a little bit about. You don't even have to like watch and know about the past. If you just watch this episode solely on its own, you'd still mm-hmm. get the same effect. Yeah. Uh, basically, you know, you see his problem, you see his issue, and you see how he gets resolved, and you see his strength to keep moving forward with the strength of his friends and his own will. And then the character himself opens his eyes and sees everything like for what it is. Uh, and this character is not even the main character of the show. It's just one of the like the other yeah. side characters, you know, like an important character, but he's still like. A leading he's character. like the second tier main character so you've got like kaguya and miyuki who are like the two main characters and then chika and him are next and then you've got all the supporting cast below them yeah and I, I feel like it's great that they gave this character like his own moment when he honestly i love when authors do that because they don't have to do that but they no. still do they don't they could just like you're you're deemed a side character duty that's all you are don't even you don't even get mm-hmm. anything but they they decide we're gonna give him personality we're gonna give him character and that is personally yeah. why I think uh, episode 11 of season two is probably one of the best uh, episodes ever written for anime, in, like in general. Yeah, it's really good. And then they, that, even the stuff that didn't focus on Ishigami were great in that episode. We have um, Yuki's dad showing up to the sports fest. No, that was episode 10. Was it episode, episode 10? Episode, the sports festival was... Oh, yeah, it was 10 to 12, even, right? didn't even play the opening for the Ishigami episode. That's it, it right. It on all of Ishigami. Yeah. You're right. But you're thinking right. of episode ten. With, yeah, it was still uh, part of the where, sports where, fest. Where, yeah. where Kage was like talking bad about uh, you know, he was talking bad about Shogani's dad was talking bad about Shogani, but Kage's like defending him. It yeah. was it, that one was funny. Good, and it's funny like, oh, this is my dad, and she's like, ah, like, ah! Yeah. that's his daddy. Um, but yeah. Uh, now, hopefully, you agree with me in saying that that episode is one of the best episodes ever. After hearing my points. I think it's one of the best episodes of the show. I don't know if it's one of the best episodes of like anime in general. Um, I think I I personally think it is. Very much liked. Um, Let's see. Uh, uh, That episode was great. Even even just like the whole fact of he could have explained what he was doing to the teachers when asked. He could have been like, he's dating her. I overheard him on the phone in the hallway and he's cheating on her i wanted him to like come clean and he wouldn't you're like he could have explained something to where like it made sense as to what he was doing but he just just like whatever because he wanted to protect the smile of the girl and he achieved that and and you kind of see at the end i didn't mention it but at the end you kind of see kaguya kind of like uh kaguya kind of like stepped in a little bit and prevented Mm -hmm. uh the ogino i think his name was ogino to like coming to the school or anything Mm -hmm. you know he kind of like put her like power forward yeah because uh, she likes ishigami as a friend and she's happy yeah. to be friends with him yeah good episode yeah, was... good episode best episode mm-hmm. best ishigami Dude, that's like episode. i hate ogi or whatever the guy's name is but the girl i don't really like blame too much because she still doesn't know what actually was going down yep she just clueless. thinks that ishigami... yeah so it's like i don't get mad like think she's terrible for hating Ishigami because from what she saw and the fact he didn't explain whatever happened like yeah I would think the exact same thing if I saw this guy just literally destroying this other dude and be like oh he's just he, like the whole lie he made was that Ishigami had been stalking her or something and like when he confronted him about it or whatever like he got violent um so that that's why the, none of the girls at school like him they think he's this like stalker kind of guy 
Um, but he's nothing yeah. like that. We've never seen no, anything he's not like that on the show. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's just from the rumor that the jerk started back in middle school that kept getting spread around. I'm like, oh yeah, he's just a stalker. He stalked this girl and then beat up her boyfriend. Like, that's the story going around. It's like, oh, stay away from that dude. He's crazy. And um, when that's not true at all, but he also doesn't care enough to like explain his side of the story at all. He just wants to like move on. Uh, that's, 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 I feel like why it's really nice. Um, but I guess that's really all we should have to say probably we should probably start wrapping it up unless there's anything else that you have left you need to say about uh, no i feel like we've really covered everything we've had to for the both seasons all right uh so we will do our recommendation if we would recommend this or not i will start uh, off okay uh so i think this is a terrific show you should definitely give it a shot if you like comedy shows or even more like romance kind of based shows Although the romance isn't very, it's prevalent, but they don't make progress, I guess, really. Like there's, in the English show, there's plenty of times the narrator's like, it's been two weeks and we're still laying on the floor. Did you really expect anything else to happen with these two? Yeah, literally in the first episode, they're like, oh, they're trying to get each other to confess to each other. Then six months pass. Yeah, we're still in the exact same spot. Um, (laughs) It's like, it's, it's very slow moving on that front, but that's also part of the charm of the show is that they're both stubborn enough. They're not gonna be the one to give in. I guess the uh, only thing that really progressed was their love for each other that they had. Yeah. Like at least act grew. Their but... feelings grew, but they didn't ever make any like progress on actually becoming an item or expressing their feelings. Um, but I like it. I think it's really great. Uh, I think it's, it's not out there enough. A first time person could easily watch this, but it's unique enough that a long time anime fans probably going to like it as well. Hell yeah. Um, I think as far as like an actual rating, I would probably give it an eight. Uh, I really like it. Uh, it kind of threw me off a bit at the start, but that's more on me and not on the show. I'm sure if you were um, to go back to the beginning, you'd probably appreciate oh, it yeah, more now. Oh yeah, probably. Um, I, I think a solid eight. I don't think it's anything that's going to be like remembered as a classic in like 20 years, most likely not. Um, but I think it's just going to be solid. I think it's going to st- stay probably have like a small niche that constantly finds out about it throughout the years and appreciates it for what it is. Um, but yeah, I would give it about an eight to eight. Yeah, you should probably watch it if you enjoy comedy shows. Uh, what about you, Condor? What would you rate? Uh, 100 out of 10. 100 out of 10? Okay. 100 out of 10. Totally 100%. Okay. okay so this show is really good. Um, basically, it's it's pretty... Ba- it's, it's like basic, but it's like basic good, you know? Mm-hmm. It, but it's like also unique in its way where the characters aren't like singular tropes that they actually have like, you know, they have their own like character they have their own like traits their own things that like push them apart i honestly remember all the characters names even their last names and that's kind of like weird for me that's right so it's weird but i do it's not weird Mm -hmm. probably because they mention it a lot it's in the titles as well uh uh anyone would probably like this though i feel like if you're like not into anime maybe this wouldn't be a good first anime Uh, i would give it a few episodes maybe like a good second anime which is kind of a weird recommendation like after well, you get like that. after you get like a gist of what anime is, mm-hmm. uh, like oh maybe I could watch this one. Uh, so and considering uh, I feel like season one ended at a good point with the fireworks, and season two ended super well with the sports festival, and then the the thing with Kaguya's phone that was also really sweet mm-hmm. as well. How they started a group and they shot all the pictures. So because Kaguya was bummed about the fact that her she broke her phone and uh she wouldn't be able to look at her pictures anymore but but, because they all started a group they all got to share their pictures which is really sweet and nice really wholesome vibes there 
Uh, so I'm actually going to give this show, I'm going to give the show an eight as well. Maybe an eight and a half. Eight and a half, I'm going to say, because uh, it's just a really good show. and It'll just grow to be even better, more like great as well. And they ended at a perfect point with season two. And it's just overall a good time. I think anyone will enjoy it. Honestly, if you just sit down and watch an episode, you could probably just watch as long as it's not like one of the, the like the plot episodes, like the sports mm-hmm. festival or the fireworks one. You'd probably be able to. You could watch any episode like right from the get go and yeah. maybe be able to like understand it and laugh and probably have a good time. Mm-hmm. And the sub is better than the dub. The dub is very good. So if you actually do like dubs, this one will let you down. Uh, but I feel like either any way you watch the show, you're going to have a fun time with it. Uh, it's just a good quality show. Um, but anyway, this has been our episode on Kaguya-sama Love is War. And we will be back next week with another episode. Condor, what are we watching next week? Uh, you want to know what we're watching next week? I uh, want to you... know what we're watching next week. Uh, you poor soul. Oh. So I've decided... Uh, that uh, it's been a while since I've uh, read the manga of this series, and unfortunately, the anime isn't as good as the manga. But I'm like, hey, no, it's a good time to watch it. Uh, we are going to be watching Yamada and the Seven Witches. Okay, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Yes, this is actually one of my personal favorite mangas that I've read. I, it's complete right now, but okay. unfortunately, it's not like super popular. But it is really good. And hopefully that uh, stays the same way as uh, from what I remember from when I watched it. Yeah, that, that came out just a couple of years ago, right? Like 2018, maybe? No, uh, nope. I can look it up. You know, oh, no, the 2012 manga, was when the manga, manga came out from 2012. The anime came out uh, 2015. Yep. Okay. I wasn't too far off, but yeah, far off yeah. enough to be wrong. Oh, yeah, no, because the, the manga ended like quite a while ago in 2017. So, okay. oh, wait, is that? Oh, that's funny. It started the same day to ended the same day, February 22nd. <laughs> Not bad. All right. Well, if you want more Bird Brothers content, you can check out all the other episodes we have uh, on most podcast services. I think we're pretty much on all, all major ones at this point, except for maybe Pandora and stitcher i need to do stitcher it's the only one i can't like integrate from the site we normally use so i have to make an account there and i just am lazy but it's pretty much available everywhere else uh you can also go to the website directly at birdbro or birdbropod.podbean.com we have our full list there as well also on twitter at birdbropod and we have a discord we'd love to talk with you hop on in there link is in the description below and this has been our podcast. And we're also getting very close to 1,000 downloads. So we appreciate it very much. We will have a live 1,000 downloads episode. Uh, we're still working details on it. If you have <laughs> any comments on what you want to see, let us know in Discord or on Twitter. Uh, we're open up to doing whatever you guys are interested in hearing us talk about or do, whether that's <laughs> just a normal episode live or if that is more Q&A-ish. Just whatever. Maybe do both. Maybe have the episode and then do Q&A at the end. Who knows? Uh, but we hope <laughs> to see you all there, and we will give you more details on that when we have them. Condor, anything else you want to say to the people before we fly away? Caca! Caca! Okay. This has Caca! been Falcon and Condor. 
talking Kaguya-sama. See you next week for Yamada-kun, uh, and goodbye. Go play Yakuza!